Hey folks and welcome to another episode of Dicing with Design. This is the show all about games, from creating them to playing them and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, joined by Matthew on this season where we're rediscovering our love of games, looking at board games, tabletop, everything gaming. Uh, this season is sponsored by Alitu, A-L-I-T-U dot com, which can help you create your podcast. If you want to create something like this, either for your hobby, for your work or for anything else, pop over to Alitu.com and it'll help you create a podcast quickly and easily. Just upload your raw audio, we'll polish it, produce it and publish it for you. Otherwise, enjoy Dicing with Design. We're about to talk games. So Colin, not so much games you loved as a kid, because the answer might be none, but uh, (laughs) games that you have loved over your uh, period of time in the hobby. Yeah, no, like I said, I didn't really get into the board game, tabletop, war game type stuff until I was older. I mean, when I was a kid, it was all about the computer games. I had my... uh, was it? I had my Amstrad 464, CPC 464 to start with. I uh, had loads of cool games on that. Moved on to, um, what was it, an Atari after that, and then Amiga. And that's when I really got into it. I had my Amiga uh, 500 uh, and then my Amiga 1200, and I was just playing low. I mean, that, that was kind of what got me into the concept, though, because my favourite types of games were strategy. They were uh, real-time strategy like um, Dune 2, Red Alert, uh, stuff like that like total annihilation i loved that game it was so good so it was all building bases it was all um putting together you know like uh flanking maneuvers and and the right units against the right units like strengths against weaknesses that kind of stuff um so that was kind of that was why tabletop appealed to me when i was older because i was so into that stuff when i was a kid like civilization as well like sort of setting up like where you put your units in advance like when you when you'd see the army squashing up uh, squaring up against you mm-hmm. so that that was the stuff I loved when I was a kid. Um, and that translated a lot into the tabletop stuff when I was a bit older. Uh, and board games as well, to be honest. Like I, I kind of got into um, a fair few board games when I was older alongside Warhammer, like uh, like Small World, brilliant board game. You've got um, uh, the train ticket to ride, uh, Pandemic, love Is Pandemic. ticket to ride the one we tried to play on the train? but I'm colorblind. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, you can't play it. <laughs> you need to be able to see colors. Uh, Out of the entire internet, Colin yeah. selected a game that required colors. The one that requires colors. Uh, although, do you know what? Most ga- most board games probably rely on colors a little bit, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, uh, paint, paint miniatures, it's uh, yeah. not going to be easy for me. Yeah. And fully back in. <laughs> so you're going to be all garish colors. So the, on the computer game side of things, uh, did, did you get into, uh, maybe a stupid question, did you get any Age of Empires. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that was one of them as well. Yeah, definitely. Age of Empires one to Age of Empires twenty three or whatever the hell it went up to. There was a fair few of them. <laughs> I used to like on that. You know how you could build the map. Um, Age of Empires three. It was Age of Kings. I had it on a, okay. a, an old laptop. When uh, you can create the terrain. Yeah, you can ah. create the terrain. And what I used to like to do, put it at the hardest level, and just build this tiny wee island. And put like I only had like two knights or something. 
but it was like this really well fortified, you know, it had cannons and walls and <laughs> yeah. just like hold out against like, it was endless. <laughs> on. They were just chopping down trees, building armies and yeah. sending ships. And I'm just like, you know, three yeah. cannons just sinking. Everything. So you you were, uh, uh, what did they call it again? There was there was names back in the old RTS days, probably still are, names for the type of player you are. It was yeah. like a hedgehog or a turtle, I think, <laughs> where you basically, you want to build bases. You concentrate on just like fortifying yourself, making yourself super strong um whereas other people like just zoom out and attack stuff straight away yeah and i was always the same i was always a turtle or a hedgehog whatever you yeah, call I've it i've got to protect myself yeah, first exactly because yeah. I, I loved the base building more than the the battling so it was yeah, cool seeing people too. uh dash themselves against your walls <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was cool uh what else did you like when you were a uh, kid because you, you got into more of the board game side of things were you into any of the really popular gw board games yeah well i mentioned on the last episode like battle masters that was interesting because yeah. it was it came with all the miniatures you needed and yeah. it was a, it was a really good format really good for for sort of um young teenagers because you had this generic good versus generic bad army again in this period where games workshop had their fingers in a few different pies yeah. and it didn't all have to be directly under their own umbrella uh, or brand if you like so like it was a sort of this big mat and it was like a battlefield it had a river and stuff and it was all divided into little um hexagonals is that yeah, the right word hexagons hexagons yeah hexagonals <laughs> so you just moved your units uh on in these hexagons yeah yeah um and it, so it, it was really good because you could actually get your pal round and complete a game yeah it was really enjoyable and really uh, simple um so i had that and then my pal got a hero quest for these Christmas. oh yeah 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 so i don't know that we ever played that properly i think that was not not a hugely complicated game, but yeah, yeah. Um, not simple at the same time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, we did a bit of dungeon crawl and probably yeah. made up a lot of the rules. For so is that, that is that why you ended up buying Descent more recently? Then it's yeah. a similar type of game, isn't it? Yeah, Descent. I mean, it's um, I was like one winter night a couple of years ago. Just I was like, I wonder if because me and my wife like to just open a board game and. Uh, and a bottle of beer, and then never finish the board game. Yes, and but you finished uh, four beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I wonder if I could get a box of Hero Quest and mm -hmm. figure it out now. Apparently, no was the answer unless yeah, you go yeah. on eBay and pay a lot of pay money. Pay a fortune, yeah, limited editions. <laughs> so googled like modern alternatives to Hero Quest, and it was Descent that came up. And I must be doing something wrong. A, the setup <laughs> took quite a long time. Yeah. B you know going on to youtube to find rules and stuff to me like it just takes the momentum out of things yeah, and then i'm yeah. on my third beer and i'm like you know what let's just put it away so <laughs> couldn't get into it then so i gave it to you and the, the hope that you'll figure it out this yeah. winter and then show you how it works yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah i've not had a chance to play it either but my two uh, so joe and grant uh, regular hosts of Dyson Design uh, both are up for it I've asked them about it so we're going to try and meet up and spend a weekend mm. maybe playing through a few of the missions actually so yeah, yeah it'd be good fun uh, it'd be good I mean um, so looking back some of the sort of the other games back in the day that were um probably a bit more accessible than the fully fledged Warhammer Fantasy you had like the Talisman yeah uh, 
Space Marina had that was the epic fantasy one, uh, so it was the the, the totally scaled down. All right, okay. I actually had that. See, I wondered if you'd. I, I saw that in the notes, and I wondered whether you'd got that mixed up with Space Hulk. Actually, Space I've never Hulk, even seen yeah. it. I've never yeah. seen it. Oh, you've never seen Space Marine? Marine, no. Yeah. No. So it's like I, tiny wee uh, yeah. models. I think yeah, they, epic they, scale. They, so the listeners will know a lot better than me and that's basically going to be the theme of this season <laughs> but um, I think they've just brought it back now as epic or something like yeah, that or maybe epic, it's just epic scale I think they call it but yeah, yeah and you had the titans yeah, um, yeah. but uh, cool. yeah Space Hulk my pal had that that yeah. was really good and I yeah. think that that still maybe kicks about yeah, doesn't yeah. it well uh, yes exactly yeah there was a well there was a new edition of it came out um, a few years back now like maybe five or six years in fact longer than that maybe even ten years because it was a friend mm-hmm. of mine that I lived with yeah, but in my thir- early 30s, 31, 32, so what's eight years ago, and he bought the new edition and spent like, uh, yeah, weeks and weeks painting it, painting Gene Steelers and Marines yeah. of an evening. Uh, Grant got it as well, I think, actually, the new edition too. Really enjoy it, actually. I like Space Hulk. It's mm. bloody hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're a, it's, it's one of those games. Where, go? Do you yeah. really goodies at the back? Well, well, so yeah, it's bloody hard for the Space, for the space Marines. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're the Gene Steelers, you've got the, uh, you've got a, <laughs> an easy task, usually. Usually, but yeah, I, I overwhelm. Yeah, I. So this is something I don't. Not sure if I've mentioned this in the show before, but I have to admit, I'm a. I often play games on easy uh, difficulty because I quite like the act of just playing and getting the story yeah. more than the challenge. Yeah. If it's too easy, obviously it's kind of it takes away all the fun. But mm. I don't. I don't enjoy playing. So an example of this is. Um, UFO, Enemy Unknown. It's a great game. One of my favourite games of all time. Like I used to play it on my, on my Amiga and then I got it again on the new edition as well. It's a turn-based strategy for anyone that's not come across it. You've basically got, it's basically space marines against aliens um, and you're defending the earth against these aliens. And it, it's quite, a, even if you put it on medium difficulty, that is a hard game. Mm. Like you, you lose marines all the time. You're trying to develop characters so they, they gain skills as they survive missions. And if they get killed in a mission obviously you're kind of back to scratch with these guys so i'm the i put it on easy and i end up saving after every second turn so that like I'd, so i cheat basically <laughs> like if someone get killed i go back a couple of turns and try and save them um so yeah i'm a bit of a i'm a bit of a wuss in terms of difficulty uh but with space hulk so the reason that came up was because with space hulk that was one of the games i do enjoy the challenge of actually mm. i do enjoy the fact that it is blooming difficult um and like four out of five games you lose that's the space marines but it's like this little puzzle it's like a because it's quite limited because there's only what 100 square well probably more than that like say a few hundred squares on the whole map there's only certain things you can do um it feels like it's this puzzle where you've got to find a solution to it mm. and i really like that about space hulk actually yeah, so, yeah I mean, it's cool i could totally relate to that like but playing I like, I guess, like, because in other walks of life, I am a, a storyteller and I like narrative, I like story. I, I, I don't necessarily um, even like playing a game where the odds are even. You yeah, know, I quite yeah. like the idea of, you know, I'm not going to win this, but how long can I hold out? Yeah. So yeah. that sort of thing. So yeah, I think Space yeah. Hulk does that really well. And even you, you talk about computer games, like even now, you'll get people who'll get a game like Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto and the storytelling in that is basically a Hollywood movie. Yeah. A really yeah. good story. Yeah. There'll be yeah. some folks that just, I think there might well be options just to play the story. Yeah. Like yeah. watching a film. Yeah. And it's a great yeah. story. Yeah. It's like yeah. watching a film. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, yeah, a lot of people are just 
really into the, the, the story world, the yeah, narrative. Yeah. We can get into this later, but uh, me and Grant and Joe and Matt actually and a few other players played narrative Warhammer mm. back in the day. So we set up stories whereby, and we set up rules and there are actual official rules for this as well, but we kind of made our own system whereby you have battles and it plays into a larger story and you can have characters that gain, so it's kind of role-playing almost, that gain stats, gain strengths, gain weaknesses through what happens in the battles. So I can, we can go into that in one of the future episodes, how that all worked. But yeah, that that made Warhammer. Um, I enjoyed the games of Warhammer, but that made it even that made it way better for me too. The fact that these the outcome of this battle made a difference to something larger, mm-hmm. and that the characters, if you do save your your if your general dies or he gets defeated, then there's a weakness that comes in, like he he's scarred in some way. Um, but if he wins, then he gains a boon in some way. So it's quite cool that. But yeah, narrative yeah, if, makes a big difference. If you're sort of putting that um, emphasis on it, like okay, my army is going to beat this other army that's a guarantee yeah yeah but i need to not lose any casualties yes so it's yeah. you know um yeah you can't just run in and basically grind up your yeah. army in the in because the it doesn't matter all. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah no that's uh, it's good I, I sort of like the thought of that yeah yeah well I'll t- we'll, t- we'll talk about that in a future episode um because yeah i'd love to i'd like to get back into that actually so maybe that's something i can kick off again Thank you for listening to another episode of Dicing with Design. We love to hear from you, so please do get in touch. You'll find me at the podcast host on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear on future episodes. And find Matthew at Relapsed Miniatures on Instagram, where you can see his pictures of uh, painting, of everything around what he's doing in gaming these days. Also remember, this season is sponsored by Alitu, A-L-I-T-U dot com. If you want to create your own podcast from hobby to work or otherwise, you can get on there, upload your raw audio, and we'll polish it up, brand it, and publish it for you, help you edit as well. Go over to alitu.com for a seven-day free trial. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good week.